Hello, amigos y amigas. Welcome to English Made Simple. This is episode number 184, number 184, numero 184. How's everybody doing? Good? Hope you guys are keeping out of mischief. And now let me welcome you properly to this show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the regular listeners and the new listeners of the show. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Milena. But you can call me Milena <laughs> from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Right, well, today another exciting episode. Uh, so this month is all about IELTS. Uh, it's a long month, this one. Uh, and I've got another IELTS survivor today for you guys. So today we've got uh, Carlos. Uh, he's currently in Melbourne. And uh, he's going to tell us how he set IELTS five or six times, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and he's also going to tell us how he tried two different IELTS courses, I think, in Melbourne. We also talk about his um, experience of living in Australia, what he thinks about Australia. And we also talk about his experience at work, okay, uh, and how he's managing to work in an English-speaking environment and we also talk about visa process, the boring process. It's a long and um, boring process actually. So listen up amigos y amigas, Carlos is going to give us tips on what helped him to finally get the score he needed for visa, okay? He's sharing quite a lot and I hope you tune in and listen carefully. So, I begin the interview by asking Carlos to introduce himself and tell us a little bit about himself. Hey Milena, hey audience of Milena. I'm Carlos, I'm from Chile, I'm a mechanical engineer. I've been living here in Melbourne around two years so far. I'm based in Melbourne at the moment, a uh, bit cold to be honest, it's uh, winter here, but True. <laughs> so far so good. Excellent, awesome. So I understand that you have done IELTS before, can you just tell us why you had to do IELTS in the first place? Well, every time that I hear IELTS, is <laughs> start a little bit of a headache. <laughs> yeah, IELTS, well, I did IELTS for... Several reasons. First, first time that I came in uh, to Australia was a requirement for my working holiday visa. I remember that was 2013-12. Don't recall exactly mm -hmm. when, but yeah, that was my first encounter with IELTS. And then the second time was actually I did it more than once. The second time that I tried was for my application visa application to get the residency which is called PR, Permanent Residence. So for those mm. out there, you're going to hear this term quite often, PR. PR, yeah, that's right, Permanent Residence. Um, so the first time you had to do IELTS was for the Working Holiday Visa. So for that one, you have to do IELTS in Australia. Uh, what? No, no, in Australia. I did it back in my country before oh. applying for Working Holiday Process. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a requirement. At the moment, to be honest, I didn't prepare much for that one because the score they asked for it is quite low. So it was quite easy to, to get it. So I didn't, to be honest, I didn't prepare mm -hmm. much for that for that first 
them. Okay, and then you had to do IELTS um, again from Chile? Yes, yes. Um, um, because you had to do it for the PR process, well, which is the permanent residence. not only in Chile, I did it a couple of times in Australia while I was uh, mm-hmm. in my working holiday visa. I did it two, three times, I remember. I didn't get the score. But yeah, the thing is, then when I came back to my country, I had to do it three, two times. It was a stressful, stressful process. It was mm. uh, fr- frustrating at the same time because I was close. And then, well, I got, there's some uh, score requirements for PR. You have to get in all areas seven, especially for the visa that I was applying. That was the uh, PR, national PR. They have different visas for Chileans. Uh, they have regional visas, permanent residences. Mm-hmm. And the permanent residence is that one that asks you for more score. So I was mm-hmm. almost getting the score that I needed. And then when I see they get the test, I got less score and oh, it was <laughs> very, very frustrating. To be I was honest. going to ask you, how many times did you do it in the end? Uh, I don't know, like five, six times. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was actually the, when I got the score, I didn't think that I got the score. <laughs> I thought that I failed again. But yeah, luckily I got the score and that was my main barrier before coming to Australia was, I mean, for the whole process was basically to get the score for mm. the uh, permanent residences. Yeah, that's right. So you had, you were qualified, you know, you're an engineer, obviously you were on the occupation list for oh, Australia. That's thing, that's, yeah, I yeah. mean, you had to go through all that process, that process yeah. but the main obstacle for you was, uh, you know, getting the right score on the IELTS test. Um, and so in the end, you did it, you said five or six times or something? And it yeah, sounds... five or six times. What was the most difficult um, discipline? Like, you know, IELTS obviously has four disciplines, writing, listening, speaking, reading. What was for you one of the most difficult parts? I would select two of them. I'm pretty good at listening because I think it's something that I will I've been practicing since I was a kid, listening to English songs. I was, I was good at listening uh, and um, reading as well because I normally we in Chile, my country, as engineers, we always refer to books in English. We have to mm-hmm. read a lot in English, but the problem is we read a lot, but we don't speak. We don't pronounce those words that we read properly. Mm-hmm. And also writing. We don't write much mm. in English, <clears throat> especially essays. Because, yeah, you, you could say, well, I, I can write in English. I know words. Basically because the education we received at school and high, high school, they kind of uh, force, it's based on writing and reading English in English. Mm-hmm. But they don't teach you how to write a proper essay, the structure of an yeah. essay. So it's, a, it's, it's different. It's not the same. So, well, first, my first attempt, I was quite confident to write essays, letters mm-hmm. and things. But once there, when you are in the test, when you are under pressure, when you have mm. been timed, you, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not the same, guys. It's, it's different, believe me. Yeah, it's a, diff- a high-pressure environment. and yeah, Well, yes, you need to prepare. You need to prepare definitely. for the test, definitely. So I tried everything. I try. I remember I tried courses in back in Chile. I tried courses here in Australia, Melbourne, but to be honest, and this is my personal opinion, when you sign up, sign up for those courses, they are very general. They are not personalized. And 
I don't know, my experience is not the best with English courses in mm-hmm. schools because, to be honest, uh, it's too much time you have to spend there at school and there's not enough. Uh, it's, it's not personalized. So basically, uh, you don't progress much and you end up sort of quitting the course or mm-hmm. not learning what you were looking for. Yeah, and how many people would be in the course with you? Uh, well, one of the courses that I took back in Chile, like six. The problem that at the time I was a little bit more advanced than the other students, so I have to level down my English to practice with them. Mm-hmm. And in Melbourne, the two courses that I took mm-hmm. was 30 students, probably mm-hmm. around 20, or well, I don't remember, <laughs> but between 15 and 20. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But the thing there is, yeah, people go there. Well, my experience, they, they went there to socialize, not to practice and learn English. <laughs> That's true. So you, well, at, at the time I was about uh, 30 years old, so I was quite serious in terms of practicing English. But I was sharing with younger people. Mm-hmm. And younger people, they, have, they, they are in a different mindset. They just wanted to make friends and party. and <laughs> Yeah, that, that was uh, quite of a bad experience, mm-hmm. paying so all that courses. money to, to sign up for one of these courses. And then, yeah, yeah the, the, the problems, they, again, they are generalized. The uh, teachers are uh, they're not experienced with IELTS. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it's interesting. Most of, most of the people, they, they, they go for native speakers to practice English. But the, the funny story, and this happens to me probably when someone asks me about Spanish, which is my mm-hmm. native language, uh, some things I don't know how to explain them. So they are because uh, this, this is the way that you say something. You don't know why you say it, yeah, but, but you just you, say it. You just say it, and it's quite frustrating for someone uh, like who is learning that a teacher answers you like that in front mm-hmm. of everyone. So because you had you, a native speaker, English yes, teacher, yes, yes, who a said, "Oh well, uh, well, I don't yeah. know what, why." Not just me, is... but some questions they they just answer like, "Well, it is what it is," basically. <laughs> so yeah, for me, it wasn't the best experience to go through courses. So. That's when I decided to join online for a sort of private English mm-hmm. uh, coach coaching, and that helped me a lot. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone um, doing IELTS? Um, let's say they're doing IELTS tomorrow. Your friend is doing IELTS. What would you tell well, them? Tomorrow, I would just tell, <laughs> tell him, uh, pray. <laughs> yeah, it's too okay, soon. Not tomorrow. Too, tomorrow yeah, is too soon. Too soon. Let's no. give advice to you someone. You didn't practice. <laughs> Let's give advice to someone doing the IELTS. I don't know, preparing for IELTS. Uh, preparing for IELTS. Well, that's a good one. Prepare. <laughs> you need to prepare. You need to prepare every question. How did you prepare? Uh, the thing is, IELTS, they don't measure. Like, this is my opinion. IELTS doesn't measure if you know, if you understand or not English. For me, in, uh, the IELTS test, they measure skills. No, they are not asking you if you understand what you read. It's, it's more like skills to apply techniques how to read. Apply mm-hmm. techniques how to read. That's okay. for me. For, that's an example. Same oh. with listening. They are not asking you or they, they, the type of questions are not addressing your listening um, abilities. They are assessing you your listening skills. Some skills that you should mm. have. So you should, be, you should know how to look for specific information. Exactly. 
exactly. um, they're training you on spotting that information. Yeah. And Remember when we were training together, when we, you coached me, you taught me those tips that I'd never realized that they could mm -hmm. work, but actually they, they were quite helpful. And I, I realized then that IELTS is just about tips, just about strategies. Strategy is the main one, yeah. It's just about the strategies. I met people that I spoke, but I remember uh, they had a lower level, lower level of English than mm -hmm. me, and they they got this the score that they, they required because they this practice strategies. Remember mm. a couple of students you mentioned? Yeah. But anyway, that that's uh, well. Coming back to the tips you asked me yeah. about, the, I would say practice, of course. I remember I was writing one essay per day. It doesn't mean that you have to be one year doing that. It's ridiculous. But if you practice, let's say, one month writing everyday essays, mm -hmm. you're going to have 30 essays. So if you have someone who provides feedback, for example, like you did, mm -hmm. you learn, you start to improve every day with the essays. Every essay you write mm -hmm. means an improvement. Yeah. And in my case, every time that I write, uh, I improve my also my speaking. Mm. Because all those words, I had to repeat it in my mind constantly. And there's a technique that I remember you told me about IELTS speaking. Mm -hmm. Basically, some parts of IELTS speaking are also, it's like writing a small essay. They have the same structure. Yes. Introduction, introduction reasons, uh, body, example, and, and conclusion. Then conclusion, really. And that's why I like this. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so don't, please, don't start. <laughs> how, how did you yeah. find time to uh, practice for IELTS? Because you're, you're busy. Like, as an engineer, you probably have tight deadlines. You, you, have, to, um, you have strict work schedule, working hours. Uh, how did yeah, you manage to bit, squeeze it, that practice time? Well, it's commitment, basically. You have to book yourself time to practice. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no other way. <laughs> well, you have to quit some of your hobbies or spend less time on those with your friends. And yeah, I think I think if you are after moving to a different country, or uh, you need to be committed, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it's going to be probably for busy people like I was, mm -hmm. like I am actually. You still are busy. <laughs> yeah, still busy. Uh, you. You need to book at least one hour per day. It could mm -hmm. be morning, afternoon, whatever you feel like. Even at lunch break, you can practice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just about practice, strategies, practice and strategies. There's no other secret. This is just... The funny thing about IELTS, people think that this is an English test. I mean, for they, 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 are, they are not measuring your knowledge. It's just, again, skills. You have to practice those skills and mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Yeah, that's right. Well, I remember even uh, before breakfast, I was, uh, yeah, that was 7 a.m. I wrote an essay. I, I sent it to you, remember? <laughs> yes. Through scan it and you provide feedback. And every day, every morning? Every morning. For 30 well, days? Uh, not every morning. Let's say four, five days per week, six mm. days per week. But yeah, it was, it was a period that I remember I was writing a lot of uh, mm -hmm. essays and I got better. That's, again, there's no secrets. <laughs> there's no secrets here. Uh, for me, the most difficult part actually was speaking, because in my country, Chile, it is, it's hard to find people to practice with. You mm -hmm. can go meetups, well, that's one way, but 
normally they are not going you are not going to establish conversations uh, mm, like about IELTS. IELTS. <laughs> and <laughs> even people. even so if you do when when the time comes when you are in front of the examiner mm-hmm. it's different you have your nerves in place mm-hmm. you are nervous and you forget it's words a little bit, yeah <laughs> you forget words and again you have to remember the strategies also for the speaking part you don't remember about the strategy when you speak with friends or people you met uh, mm. or you speak in English. It's, it's different. It's a bit different. But it's achievable. Of course yeah. it's achievable. It, it is no... I met people that they here in Australia actually, they, they told me they, they sit the test 15 almost 20 times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 20 times. And if you calculate that, it's about I don't know, 300 times... $300. dollars uh, $6,000. Wow. It's almost the price of the visa. Yeah, so. and the visa is also about ten thousand dollars. So, well, the whole <laughs> depends. Process, yeah, the whole depends process depends what you do. And, depends yeah. on the visa too, but you've done it, so <laughs> it can be done. Okay. Uh, you you've achieved that. You've passed this huge milestone. You've got the right score. So IELTS was your main obstacle, and you've just recently come to Australia. Um, what two do you years? Think? Not so recent. Uh, two years. Yeah. It feels recent, doesn't it? It is. It's still recent. The, the funny thing is, once you get to to Australia and you you think, oh, I got blah 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 score in this blah 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 exam, mm-hmm. you think you speak English. Yeah. <laughs> but once here, it's completely it's a different monster. <laughs> so it's could you use so... your IELTS skills in Australia, no, <laughs> like speaking no. well, you, with you, you, natives? You can, but. It's, it's not the same. One, once you are at work, once you have to reply mm-hmm. phone calls, once you have to reply emails, things are different and yeah. you require different again, set of coaching, skills. as you probably mm. know. <laughs> yeah, it's a different set of skills, a different vocabulary, it's a different mindset. Mm. You need to apply all the... Still, about strategies, as you Yeah, again, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's, a, it's a first step. It's a first, first step. IELTS is just doing get one foot in this country yeah just to help you uh, get Nothing the foot else. in the door don't yeah. don't believe that that's all so it doesn't make you a um, advanced speaker of english or uh, no, doesn't no, make no, you no, it's just uh, i met uh, native uh, speakers mm-hmm. english speakers that they didn't meet the score they were uh, looking for IELTS. so it's not about mm. being native speakers or speaking english Again. it's not about mm. your level it's about if you reply you answer the questions correctly and if you follow the strategies that uh, or if you, if you comply with the skills that i is looking for yeah okay so what do you think of uh, Australia now you live here? So what do you think about Australia when you compare Chile to Australia? How do you feel living uh, in Australia? You still have this homesickness so, because it's, it's completely different. Here's a multicultural uh, language. Uh, sense of humor is different at work. <laughs> so you need to adapt yourself. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I'm lucky to have good people around at work. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that any sort of discrimination at all. Mm-hmm. People are quite open-minded here. And, uh, yeah, I feel quite uh, good. Although it still is challenging every day to speak English. You, mm. you have to... It's, it's a hard... It's a tough process and it looks like never-ending. Mm. But I think you slowly start to realize yourself you're improving. Yeah, every day uh, you every will... Every day, in... because you need to go there... 
speaking English, understand every instruction in English. So mm. every day is a, a, learn, a learning process. Yeah. But once you're at work, I think you improve really fast. Yeah, you're working double hard, you know, to yes. relearn yes, those yeah. skills in English. Yeah. You, um, you sometimes you have to translate in your head as well. Yes. It can be mentally exhausting. And don't get me wrong, people here, they don't, they don't care if you speak English or not. Some of them, they speak like you would speak uh, back in your country. Okay. So they use a lot of slang. They use... Mm. Uh, at work, They, they speak mean? fast. Yeah, at work. Mm. In meetings, they speak fast. And you have to, okay... You understand 50%, you're fine. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's, 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 it's challenging. It's challenging. Yeah. Imagine you speak out in front of everyone in a meeting True. room. Presenta- presenting in English. Yeah, you always have this fear of not being a native speaker, that confidence. Mm-hmm. And you need to boost somehow. But mm. again, it's learning. Yeah, and doing it. Yeah, just yeah, go, go through the yeah. process. Just go through the process. That's the only way to really see the mm-hmm. transformation. Mm-hmm. Cool. So would you recommend your friends to come to Australia? No. Well, I'm still new in the country. Just to be honest, two years maybe is not mm. enough to say. But at the moment, my experience has been quite positive. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say achieve what I was looking for, but I'm, I think I'm on the, on the way of getting it, which is basically have a better... Uh, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's important. Uh, one of the reasons that I came here was basically that to be in a place to work for a company, not just a company, but in general to be in a country where you can see that people enjoy what they do, enjoy working because mm-hmm. they have time to to do all the stuff after work. Here is not all about work. The salaries, I have to say, they are better. They allow you to do mm-hmm. more more um, things, to travel, to buy different stuff. So. It's also safe, quite safe. Mm-hmm. Although, well, back in my country wasn't too bad. It's interesting to see that there's so many cultures here. You don't so you many don't... different cultures. Yes. Yeah, oh my God. So <laughs> it's, it's it's cool. It's a cool thing to hear about different custom cultures. Mm. Make friends for other countries. Mm. Some of them have the senses of humor. Others not. So, <laughs> uh, you have to be a little bit careful there. <laughs> But True it's that. it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's yeah. It's absolutely recommendable. Mm-hmm. It's a tough process. Tough process. I mean, the visa application for me was was a bit slow. But yeah, I think it's persistency and mm-hmm. and being persistent basically. Yeah, being and persistent. Practice and you, not giving up really. <laughs> exactly, not giving up. Uh, you have to quit some some maybe some of your hobbies, some of your time, free time, but. At the end of the day, is uh, is uh, for me has been an achievement to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's see what how it goes in the future. Excellent! Thank you so much, Carlos, for joining us today, and thank you for um, talking about IELTS. And um, congratulations on your achievement on passing IELTS. And uh, it's nice to talk to you today. Uh, well, thanks, Milena. Thanks for all your help throughout this year. Yes, guys, just. Uh, Keep practicing, don't give up, and yep, see you in Australia if you are around. And there we go, ladies and gents. That was the chat about IELTS with Carlos. I hope you found that one uh, interesting. I hope you found some really useful tips. Uh, hopefully it helped you prepare for the exam if you're about to do the exam this month or maybe next month or you're planning to do it in the near future, okay? 
And as I mentioned, if you're new to the show, you might as well go back in time and <laughs> listen to previous episodes. Listen to the last interview I did with Eduardo. Um, that's in episode 182, I believe. So let's wrap up this chat with Carlos. So just to sum up what we discussed in this um, chat, uh, what Carlos was doing to help him prepare for the IELTS uh, exam, especially the writing part, what he was doing, uh, he was writing an essay a day. So as he mentioned, he was um, he has a really busy work schedule and uh, he had to squeeze in some time for his IELTS practice. And the best time for him was in the morning, just before breakfast. So Carlos gave us some tips. He said, you need to prepare for IELTS, really prepare though, and take it seriously. It's not something that you can start preparing in five days before the exam. Well, thanks for that, Carlos. That's really encouraging. He also told us that getting feedback on your speaking or writing is really important for you to start improving. Another thing that helped uh, him with uh, speaking, I think speaking and writing were uh, two of the weaknesses that he had with IELTS. Uh, when he was practicing for writing part, this also helped him with speaking because he was learning new words. He was looking for synonyms in his essay. So he was using the new words that he learned from writing in his speaking. So it works um, well uh, together, doesn't it? And finally, don't be frustrated with IELTS because everybody goes through the same experience, okay? All you have to remember is that you have to be 100% committed, okay? 100% committed to practice and don't give up. If you have set your eyes on coming to Australia, then don't give up. IELTS is the only obstacle that you have to, I hope IELTS is the only obstacle that you have to overcome. If you're thinking of coming to Australia, you will need to engage, I don't know, a migration agent possibly, or go to the embassy of Australia, your closest embassy, and ask for information on how you could come, okay? I could probably recommend a couple of immigration agents. So there we go, ladies and gents. Uh, that's a wrap uh, for today. Uh, and thank you for listening to today's show. Thank you for tuning in. You've been jamming with Milena and Carlos. <laughs> and you've been an amazing audience, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, hasta la próxima.